Hey, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. This is our draft preview show for 2022. We are about 48 hours. Oh, man, we're less. No, actually, we're about exactly 48 hours if things stay pat from the Steelers picking on Thursday night. I, I give or take a few minutes, uh, figure a couple hours. Could be uh, 10 p.m., could be yeah, 11.30. Yeah, Who knows? Right. You just never know all the uh, shenanigans and things that could potentially go on. Um, but we'll discuss all that. We'll get uh, uh, everybody's insight here. Ian will be joining us uh, at some point here um, in the broadcast and uh, get everybody's thoughts on where they think the Steelers are going, not only with that first-round pick, but also uh, throughout the draft, specific guys they might be looking for and uh, – Guys, maybe you're not looking for positions, that kind of stuff. And then uh, Thursday night, draft night, we will uh, do our best to be recording when the Steelers are on the clock and when they pick. So you get our real-time reactions, uh, as we've done the last few years. Uh, Joining me is uh, Ben and Scarps. And gentlemen, what are you drinking this evening, Ben? Johnny Utah, again. Oh, I love it. Johnny Utah. Okay. It actually is. It's a really nice beer. I got to I gotta give props to Amanda, a uh, Pittsburgher who lives out here in P-Town in Portland, who turned me on to this. That's not, uh, uh, that's not Amanda, Amanda, is it? Or is that a different Amanda? No, no, no. no. It's a different. different that Amanda, Amanda lives in uh, Buffalo or something. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Fucking, that's what uh, I thought. Upstate New York. Someplace right. where it's really fucking cold. Cold. Yeah. Not any place I'm living. No, no. Scarps, what do you got going there? What are you, what are you drinking? Uh, two guys, one saw. Uh, but it says don't operate machinery while you're drinking it. So, I mean, you know, I, a mixed message. Saw. Mixed that is a bit of a here. mixed message. Is that something yeah. like two girls, one cup? I heard something about that once. The first time I saw that video, I laughed hysterically. And everyone else was really grossed out by it. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, I'm going with the really red breast beer. tonight. So, <laughs> really, I thought you said this for the, for the draft for the special uh, occasion. Well, I, I think I'm going to break the Bradshaw, and I still got a bottle I haven't cracked into. Oh. But uh, I, I just I got that. I got some quiet man down here. Plus, I got a Yingling too. If I get crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're we're about 48 hours, and uh, today was really quiet. Not a lot of talk on the draft front or anything like that. I mean, other than the usual stuff. Um, but you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff about, you know, I know here in uh, Michigan, the lions, uh, I saw an interview with one of their beat guys they, they'd love to trade out of two. Yep. Um, they would love to trade out of there, which would be get fascinating. Some more picks. Yeah. Get more picks. They, you know, and, and it would be fascinating. But, um, before we get into all that stuff, let, let me just ask you guys straight up, um, Ben, the Steelers stay at 20. Who is the one guy, if it goes perfect to plan, who's the guy you want? Kyle Hamilton, but he's not going to be there. So, right. Um, right. yeah, I mean, realistically, who's the guy I'd like to think? Dax Hill. Yeah. Guy who can play, he can play strong safety, he can play slot, he can play dime linebacker in a pinch, he can do all of these things. Yeah, that's the guy I'd like. Um, probably not going to get him, but that's what I'm hoping for. Well, I, I'm not even going to bother um, 
going any further. That was probably the guy I was going to go with too, simply because of the ability not just to play strong safety, but to cover the slot too. And Versatility. I, it, it, yeah. I, Arthur Mollette, good guy, plays hard, but I think we could use the upgrade there. Yeah. Um, welcome in, Ian. And uh, I was just going to go to uh, Scarps here. Scarps, who, who, who's your guy at 20 in a realistic scenario? You know, uh, I, I, obviously no. Aiden Hutchinson, for example, is not yeah, going to yeah, be there yeah. at 20. Um, so. No? I have some Irish water tonight, by the what way. What about Evan Neal? Will Evan, be, will Evan Neal be there at 20? <laughs> you know, I, God. No, go ahead, Brian. No, I – the problem is, is that the, there's too many voices out there that everybody has a mock draft and you don't know who's, who knows what or whatever, but realist, realistically, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to go quarterback here. I'm not. No, nope, uh, no, I'm asking I, who you want. Who I think, right. who I think realistically will be there at 20. If the Steelers stay put <clears throat> is probably Devontae Wyatt. Um, yeah, and I'm okay with, with that. that. I'm, I, I'm, I can live I'm with that. I'm very good sure. with that. And and I and I want to say this because I wasn't I wasn't there and I I wasn't at the press conference the other day, obviously, but I watched it and there really wasn't an update on Stefan to it. There was a true, you know, and and I mean in Tomlin speak, he said, you know, he, he's doing good. And some people maybe I think some people maybe read into that a little bit more. Because there was no definitive answer, there wasn't like. But don't you think that was purposeful? I, I think I think it's per, I think it's purposeful, and I also think it's a good job by Tomlin uh, protecting his player um, because of obviously you know Stefan lost his brother last year in a tragic situation. Um, he just lost a teammate in in the last month in a tragic uh, you know auto, auto, automobile auto situation. Accident. So yeah, like you know I, I think that obviously and, and that and Tomlin's class the, the, you know and so do the Steelers. But um, you know I, I I I'm I'd be I'd be absolutely thrilled with that pick because why it is why is a great player. I think he has a lot of he has a future. He's he's a guy that can play probably two hundred snaps or more depending on the situation, but. If they what I want them to do at twenty or wherever they are at, up mm-hmm. or down, is I want mm-hmm. them to pick a player that can have an immediate impact. And I'm not saying starter, but I'm saying have a meaningful immediate impact. I agree on this season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, and hypothetically, let's let's just say they did take Wyatt. That would give you and to it came back. That would give you you to it and Hayward starting, and behind them Alu Alu, who also plays nose and Wyatt. That's a pretty nice four-man yes. rotation. That mm-hmm. would that mm-hmm. would turn what was a weakness last year, along with the offensive line, into a strength again. Yeah, I Which, agree. That's really, what, I mean, given their ability, inability to stop the run last year, that might be a, a really good idea. Yeah. And uh, Montrevis well, Adams and Isaiah Loudermilk, I mean, they can play a handful of snaps each yeah. game, too, yep. in the rotation. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and actually, I mean, why it's like, 305, 310. I mean, he's a, a good size guy and he's got great hands. I was watching some tape of him today. His hands are fantastic. Yeah. So he's he's more of a penetrating defensive lineman, but he he could yeah. play nose. Yeah, I think he's got that kind of versatility. Um, yeah, I mean he he played a lot of three tech. He could slide out to five tech, but yeah, I mean, the difference between three tech and one tech isn't tremendous. You're still playing between two offensive linemen on right. either side. So 
So, yeah. Ian, what uh, again? The, the question just simply is: if the, if everything stands pat, and and this is your pick, not Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin. This is who's your guy at twenty? Yeah. Uh, so, just curious. So, I wasn't here. Who's it? Who who have people said so far? So, so Ben and I were were basically on the Dax Hill. Just, well, I figured you would be because in Michigan, yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> uh, the versatility piece, the yeah. fact that they need strong safety. I know Terrell Edmonds is back, but it's a one-year deal. Uh, but the ability to cover in the slot, and then Scarps brought up Devontae Wyatt, so yeah. it falls in your court. All right, I am going to go closer to Scarps with the Georgia connection, but my guy is Nicobe Dean. He's been my guy this entire draft. That you watch Georgia play this year. Dean was the fastest guy on the field. He has sideline to sideline speed. For, and I know he didn't do athletic drills at the combine. I know he's mm-hmm. a little bit undersized at like 5'11", 230, or 225, or whatever he's at. But, I mean, Shazier, James Ferrier didn't play it much more than 225. Size, <laughs> size is not a concern to me. He's a, a smart guy. Um, you know, he's got a like 3.5 in mechanical engineering. Um, you know, he's a team leader. He was team captain. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a a lot of reviews out of Georgia that I've seen, you know, said he was a culture changer, a big locker room influence. And, you know, you're losing Ben Roethlisberger and I know he's on offense. Cam Hayward's getting towards the end of his career. Um, as much as I love Cam, it's just, it's true. You know, you, you need those guys. And I felt like last year's draft too, they kind of looked, they, they drafted a lot of guys last year who were like team captains and things like that too, that, you know, have those leadership traits that you can kind of pass it off to. And they don't actually have to make a decision on Devin Bush's fifth year option until May 2nd. So they can kind of let this draft play out and, if you get a guy like Nicobe Dean in the first round, you can say, maybe we won't pick up Devin Bush's fifth year option. Or, you know, Miles Jack's just on a short term contract. Like you, you still need a, you know, a speedy, rangy guy in the middle. And uh Nicobe Dean can be that. So I don't know why he's falling down the draft boards. Like you watch his tape, and he's a guy who looks like I mean, he won the Buckus Award. He looked like right. the best linebacker in the country because he was. Um, you know, he looked like a guy who should be a top 15 pick. And if 19 teams want to pass on him, I'm more than happy is to see it, Is it just Dean size? Because he's a little on the smaller side. Is that why he's, he's less athletic than Lloyd? Yeah, well, I think. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. short. And he doesn't yeah, have real long arms. Yeah. But and neither does, does Devin Bush. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Same thing. Yeah. Same knock. And I just – my the, the reason I don't think this is going to happen, and I like Dean as a player. I, I like, yeah, I him, like a him a lot. I, I don't think they're going to see that as a spot they want to add to this season. Um, they've already got Miles Jack. They've got Devin Bush. They've got some depth behind him. They've got developmental players. I I don't see them necessarily adding a, a third linebacker yeah. to, to platoon through mm-hmm. this year. So, so let me. I will say up. this too. Yeah, yeah go ahead, the, the, just you know, Dean has that that speed to get to the edge that we lacked last year. I mean, how many times did we get beat around the edge? Oh yeah, because either Devin Bush pulled up, or um, you know, or or whatever. Schobert Schobert just couldn't, couldn't get there. Couldn't yeah. get there. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I mean, Schobert has really that speed to close down the edge and. We were the worst run defense in the league. We were the 32nd ranked run defense in the league. So if they're not going to take a quarterback, 
what I think they need to do is do something that improves the run defense, whether it's Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, Nicobe Dean. Heck, even Dax Hill, I agree, he would improve the run defense. He can play in the slot. He's pretty tenacious against the run. He'll stick his nose in there. I I have nothing against Dax Hill. Um, But if if they don't go quarterback, I think they have to do something to improve the run defense. I'm totally on board with that. Yeah. let me switch. And you said realistically, here. I don't think Jordan Davis will realistically be there. I mean, he would be my dream. Probably scenario, not, but, but that would be if if you're damn great. If you're yeah. the Ravens and you pass, I don't know how you pass on him. I really don't. Well, I they could be looking at tackle if there's a yeah, tackle. Sitting there I think too. that's what they need to do. That's the only the only thing, Ryan. Is I think is Charles Cross that. is probably going to be a Raven, and that really pisses me off. You think he'll drop that far? Yeah. Well, I think I think he's going upward instead of backward. Really, Penning Penning's the one I think is going to be there for them. And man, and he plays like such an. I mean, animal. none of us know anything, but right? So. Right. I mean, it, 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 none of us really know. We're guessing, but but it yeah. seems it sounds like Cross just really isn't getting that much publicity the last couple three it's been weeks. Quiet for whatever yeah. reason. Uh, let me let me ask you guys this: Is there? Here's the question. One guy that doesn't matter what round it would be, the one guy that you've looked at, researched, whatever, that you're like, I, I don't care what happens the rest of the draft, this is a guy I want the Steelers to get. Ben, who would that guy be? Uh, quarterback from Western Kentucky, Bailey Zappa, Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, Zappy. I think it's Zappy. Frank Zappy. I like him. <laughs> uh, I he's not he's gonna be like a career backup guy i think so but he's smart he's a smart kid yep he's tenacious um i don't think he's ever gonna be a starter but think uh think duck hodges on steroids where do you think he'll be third fourth fifth yeah even fifth okay yeah all right i uh i think he's gonna be a, a day three guy probably fifth round um, okay. I mean, could be wrong. No, you know, I, I, teams were always thirsty for quarterback talent. You know, oh that. for sure. But uh, I, I don't think that guy's ever going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's a guy who's going to come in and you you can groom as a number three the first year, right? And eventually he's your backup, and he's your backup for ten years. You know, yeah, he's that, that kind of a guy. guy. He yeah. he plays. Like the a- thing I always said about Hodges was he when he makes mistakes. He he's playing aggressively anyway, right? Right. So he he does so fearlessly. Where, you know, sorry Ryan, when Mason Rudolph's playing, he's very tentative because he doubts his own abilities. Okay, where Hodges is just like, screw it, I don't, you know, I'm just gonna play the way I play, and if people don't like it, oh well. Yeah, yeah, my best. Moxie uh, was the there goes, there goes Tredavious White. Let's all raise a glass, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Duck Hodges, congratulations on your retirement <laughs> at the age of 26. Hey, uh, from football. We, we could all right, right. We should all be so lucky. He's still right? a professional duck hunter. Hey, there's worse things. There, there's nothing Sorry. like sitting in a duck blind that uh, caller. Duck caller. There duck you go. Caller. Um, okay. So, uh, Scarps, question to you. The one oh, guy, doesn't matter if it's seventh round, whatever. The one guy you just, you'd be just thrilled. Going through Pittsburgh Steelers dad. Look at his notes. Look at going this guy. through my receipts. Really? Um, if if you're a follower of the show, you <laughs> you're gonna remember a name 
tackle guard Spencer Buford. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, actually, I wouldn't mind Spencer Buford. Really, he picks these guys um, out because he likes their names. I thought he was going to go. No, that Cole wasn't. That strange. wasn't. No, no. Cole Strange was the name guy. Spencer okay. Buford was legit, uh, and Cole Strange will be as well. Um, you know, ah, man, I'm looking through these notes, and you know, I'm gonna say. Uh, I mean, if there's not a guy you're in love with, that, I mean, I get. It. I, I, I don't want to say that I'm in, like. I don't. It's not that I'm in love with. I just like. Right. This team needs a lot of things. I, I, yeah. Can I just say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw a wild card here. Um, sure. I've been I've been preaching this for a while now. They need uh, a complimentary running back to Najee Harris and mm-hmm. Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane are not those dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't care. And I've been arguing for a change of pace back, but at this point, I don't care. I just need somebody that can play. Um, you know number of snaps, somebody that can get at least 75 touches. The Steelers were the only team last year that didn't have two running backs with at least 75 touches. Um, so how about a, how about a running back that can give me a hundred touches regardless, yeah. uh, whether that's, you know, I had this with J, you know, James Cook, Quan White, Jerome Ford, Snoop Connor. Um, I, I don't care. Just please get somebody. somebody. Could they just help. go ahead and clone the well day more? And bring him back. Yeah, oh, and, and 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 actually, that kid from Notre Dame, uh, Kyron Williams, reminds me a little bit of a little bit. More. Yeah, yeah, I really like him too. And and the other day, and and I get it, but Le'Veon Bell was talking about Debo Samuel, and and people were throwing shade at Le'Veon, and I understand why. Sure, but I, I was I, one I, of them. I, wa- I want, but I wanted what to a say, dick, Ian. but I wanted to say, jerk, but I wanted to say. What do the young kids say? Keep that same energy for when Najee's in the same spot in a couple years and they ran the wheels off of him yep. like they did with Lady. It's going to happen. Because yeah. even though – and Najee seems like a really nice person right now. Yep. And he, he – he, but when when push comes to shove and money's involved, he might yeah. not feel the same type of way. Oh, you're yeah, and, and can you blame him? Right. Honestly, can you blame no. anybody? When Especially – Especially a running back. They get one shot at the big contract. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. And Le'Veon bet on himself. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But right. He lost. This, he sometimes lost. you but, lose $30 million. But, that's but, all, though. But that's what the Steelers said that they offered. I just want to – there's a difference between what the Steelers say they offered to make them look good. Then there's a different, you know. I'm just saying that, like, it's not always the same thing. We don't know right. what that contract actually was. We don't because he never signed it. Right. So I'm saying that it might have been true what it was. The the issue, and it might that, not have. But I, agree. Ian, Ian, the, you're right. He he forgave money by sitting out a year. Right. And then he also forgave money by not taking the Steelers contract that they right. said that they offered. The, but the I'm issue just he had with the Steelers offer was the the lack of guaranteed cash he wanted a bigger guarantee mm-hmm. and they were only guaranteeing the signing bonus because that that was all they would guarantee at the time right so it made sense but then you know there there are rolling bonuses that you, you know you're aware of their structure and i i agree with what ian has said multiple times and he and i have bantered back and forth about it yeah i didn't think he was going to give up 30 million dollars when he left but yeah, in fact, that's what he gave up. Yeah. That was really stupid. Right. Right. Bad business decision. 
I uh, I want to get Ian's uh, pick here for the the, the the one. Ooh, yeah, that I like that. Quick. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like uh, it. Too. I had that. I had that as soon as you asked the question. You came to me last. Um, no, I mean the the one position this team doesn't have right now that sees a significant amount of snaps is slot receiver, and. I, you guys know me. I'm a Whippio guy. I love my mm-hmm. Whippio kids. Sky Moore, Shady Side Academy. Um, How tall is you know, he? Like five eleven, five ten. Right. Yeah. And he ran he well. He could jump if he, if he had to. Couldn't he? he? Could, yeah. He could. He he just, could he's just. He's just a baller. He's yeah. I, I know. I'm playing to Mark's crowd here at the Western Michigan connection, but I. I mean. Roll the boat. You watch that kid. He can make plays with the ball in his hands. You can move yeah. him around the formation. You could do a lot of stuff with him. Um, and he could return kicks for you in a pinch if you had to. Um, I know TV. they signed Gunnar Olszewski. He could, yeah, he was the only, was only player. In, yeah, Gunner only player Olwadi? in Wikio history Olszewski. to Olszewski. run and pass for a thousand yards in two seasons. So yeah, I mean, dude's just a baller. I love him. So yeah, yeah. My one oh, guy would be Sky Moore. In the I, I knew you were going there. So in I second, you don't think he'd be there at eighty four? Uh, no, no, no. That that's gonna be the problem, I think, with him. Uh, I, I'm going to, sorry, Mark, go ahead. Well, I just going to say 52 might be a little early, but there's no way in hell he's going to be there. I think he's going to be gone by 40. Really? He could be. People love him. Um, and like I said, I, I kind of had a feeling he was going there. So I, the guy I, I really like is, is the kid out of Boise state, Khalil Shakir. I, I think he's just, he's a competitor, He's a battler. He's a good blocker. Catches the ball well. Runs well. He does a little, and he's a return guy. Um, you know, so he he was my one guy that I really really liked and, and would hope would be there maybe in the third if they can't get that receiver that they're looking for uh, in the second or third. Uh, just a uh, quick reminder: we are presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Deck serves Broward and the Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial. Residential, multi-family, or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. A little bit of intrigue yesterday with Kevin Colbert. I I think it was um, uh, planned intrigue, let me put it that way, when he threw out just casually moving from 20 to 7. Um, you know, in terms of, of, of talking about that, I think a lot of people dove right into it and thought, aha, but let, let's just assume for a moment that Kevin Colbert has been doing this for a while and knows how to play the media. Um, what would it be? I mean, I mean Ben, how are you going to feel if you're sitting there, uh, and, and tomorrow night, all of a sudden the Steelers move to seven, which Thursday is, night? yeah, Thursday night, I'm sorry. And they give up their first this year, which is at 20, and their first next year, and probably, what, a, a second and a third, maybe a second and a fourth, depending. Not that many. But first, a third, and next year's first. Yeah. I, how are you going to feel if that's for Malik Willis, let's say? Pissed. Yeah. Because? Because Willis isn't that good. Sorry. Um. <laughs> He, all things being equal, would have been the sixth quarterback taken off the board last year. Maybe mm-hmm. fifth, but I doubt it because, mm-hmm. as Ian has pointed out, the guy that New England got in the fifth slot really fit their system very well. And Belichick isn't a guy who takes quarter quarterbacks. Excuse me. He's not a guy who takes players with a lot of question marks, which is what Willis has. Right. 
his he Willis could be a superstar, maybe. Yeah. He could also be a total bust because his his floor is so low. Mm-hmm. So he's one of these guys with all these question marks that you know. I mean, if he's a stealer, yeah, I'm going to support him and I'm going to hope he does well. But but man, that's a scary pick. And picks like that, if they go wrong, can set back your franchise for five years. And if you gave up two first round picks for that player, that compounds the mistake. And, so, and to me, that's the issue is if, if it doesn't work out, you are setting things back because if he's the guy, he's not seeing the field this year. No, I mean, I, unless it's an absolute emergency, he, he's not ready to play. I mean, no, if no, if he's your player, you put him in a wide receiver to get him on the field like right. they did with Slash when he was a rookie. I mean, it's one of those deals. Yeah. I, Ryan, how are you so, feeling? Can Steelers I can I to... jump in on yeah, that go for ahead, a second ahead of Ryan? Sorry, Sorry Ryan. But yeah. I, I, I listened to Colbert's press conference again today, and the full quote didn't get posted on Twitter. What got posted not. on Twitter was just, you know, you I casually mentioned to 20 to 7. Right. Right. So what the what the full quote was that he said was, you know, you call around to all the teams in front of you, behind you, see who's potentially interested in moving back, moving up. You have some initial discussions on, you know, what it might take to move up, what it might, what you might get for moving back. You weigh those, and then you, you know, any any his full quote was, you can f- kind of figure out what it'll take to move from twenty to seven or from twenty back to thirty-two. Right. So he actually said both options right. in his quote. What everyone on Twitter latched onto is just the twenty to seven portion. So, yep. all right, I just wanted to clarify that. I'll let but Ryan get. I, I think he now. put that out there on purpose, and I, I think he's very specific oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, I, I I agree. I, I there's think, some gamesmanship there. Oh, yeah. no doubt. There, yeah, I mean, Kevin. Kevin is Kevin's very smart. Um, this isn't the first time he's addressed that question. But it'll probably be the last. So kudos to Kevin. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know he might have been. I mean, who knows? He might. I mean, he might have been messing with people because Ben. He used to call Ben Seven. You know what I mean? He right. like he. Right. Like, who knows? Like I mean, I I texted y'all and I said I said I think they probably talked about like going to maybe seven to like the highest they would want to go. But who the hell knows? They, you know. I, John Lennon, I'm not playing those mind games. Um, you know, <laughs> a little music reference for y'all out there. But the point being is that um, if they moved up, yeah, for Malik Willis with that kind of haul, I would be fine to good with it because fine good, fine to good because yeah. as I said earlier, I want them to. I, I, I want them to take a player that can help them this year. And I don't think Malik Willis will see the field this year. Right. And he shouldn't mm-hmm. unless there's severe injuries or circumstances. So or the team decides to tank and go for the, you know, higher draft pick next year, which the Steelers don't do. So by choice, right. if, but if, but if Malik Willis is there at 20, they are 1 million percent taking him. Um, yes, I I, agree with that. Yeah. uh, You know, so find a good is my range right now. Um, 
And you know what? I have no problem. And, and I'm going to say it. I have no problem with them trying to secure the future now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. But I also have a problem with it because I want an immediate defensive impact of player. So I, I, get, I get it. But I wouldn't be, Ben, I wouldn't be pissed like you are. I'd be pissed I'd be, if they traded up to seven. I, I, even I if, wouldn't even be if, even if they did, I'd be okay. I'd be okay with it because they're they're looking long term, and uh, you know, and let's let's be real right now. I, ben Roethlisberger back in two thousand four. Uh-huh. I don't know how many of us would have sat here in the same boat right now and been like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'd love for them to draft Ben." So actually, I wanted them to take Ben. <laughs> You should have been in a draft room telling Kyer, don't take the offensive no. lineman from Auburn. No. It was Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, my bad. Sorry. People, yeah. were, uh, yeah, people, people were talking okay. about people were talking about trying to draft Robert Gallery and having the having a left yep. tackle for 10 years yep. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh no, man. There's no. this quarterback and he's probably gonna fall. And I'm being serious when I say this. Yep. I didn't think he was gonna be that good, but I thought he'd be good. It's well, not like Hall no. of Fame good. I uh, for the viewers, I I did post the early parts of the first round here. I'm yeah, sharing why? it on the on the screen. Well, I, I'm doing that because we're talking a little bit here about the the potential of a trade up and Washington you know, look, Commanders. The, so for the, the the people that are interested in the trade up stuff, I did post an article on SteelCityBlitz.com on right. Monday on you know what some potential packages could look like for a, a trade-up scenario to, to some of these spots. Not all of them, but some right. of them. Um, here's, here's my one concern with trading up. I think if, you, if you're trading up for Malik, uh, for Malik Willis, who has mm-hmm. probably the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this draft, True. I could, I could make a defensible case for that. If you panic, and let's just say hypothetically – Carolina takes Kenny Pickett and then Mm -hmm. like Seattle takes Malik Willis. Right. If you panic and trade up to 11 or 12 to take Des Ritter, that's a little, because you're like, we need a quarter. If they're, if they're so set on getting a quarterback that they make a panicked move to try and trade up because two guys went off the board faster than they thought they might. And they go up and get Des Ritter. I'm a little less, I don't want any part of Matt Corral. He reminds me way too much of Baker Mayfield. I don't want anything with Sam Howell. Yes. Really, yes. to me, yeah. Ritter at 20, I can defend. Ritter yeah. at 11, that also costs you like a second-round pick or something, no. I can't defend that as much. So trading, whatever he said, a first, a third, next year's first for Malik Willis, I can defend that. Um, mm. I might not be as thrilled as Ryan, but I won't be as angry as Ben. Um, but I pissed but, off next season when they have no first round pick. I'm right. like, what the it, fuck? It, it, that's where I did. That's the one, fucking the one bullshit. Other, the one other thing I'll say is that, you know, this is Kevin Colbert's last year. Is he really going to trade away next year's first round pick and saddle the next GM with, without a first round pick? I, I don't know. He, he talks about wanting to, you know, draft guys that can help them win the net, their next Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if he's going to put, the next guy in a bad situation. I, 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 if we use the scenario you just talked about, Ian, and we talk a little bit about Pickett goes, then Willis goes, and, and to me, if 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 Will or excuse me, if Ritter is still sitting there, 
and and he gets taken, let's say, ahead of us, then I think the idea of quarterback completely gets thrown out the window until maybe the fourth or fifth round when you do get a guy like Zappy or somebody like that. If they're happy with what they've picked in, in rounds one through four, maybe they package a pick or two from next year along with something this year late, move up into the fifth and, and grab Zappy. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, well, and, but, and you can trade like we did last year, right? We traded what was it a fourth for a fifth round pick to take Loudermilk? So yeah, you could do a that's what I'm thing, thinking right? of. Yeah, future fourth for a fifth this year, and yeah, something right. like that. Right, and I, I that's a scenario I can I can see happening. I I mean, you I know. wouldn't be surprised if they did take a quarterback someday. Some even if start over. Yeah, if they do not draft a quarterback in the first round, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me at all if they took one in the middle rounds because they right. only have one quarterback under contract next season. Yeah. As things stand. Right. Right. And, and now, uh, yeah. But I'd be happier with the zappy kid than I would be with like Howell. Oh, don't, God, yes. Don't burn your second or I mean, Howell's got a better that. arm. There's just no question. Yeah. At and, all. I, and, but, and I, but he, I he mean, can't move. No, not, uh, not, not, not the way no. you need him to. Um, okay, so we've discussed those parts. Um, what are other positions, uh, Ben? The other key positions we we we, we know quarterback, wide we've receiver, quarterback for four months. Do you think they go with two wide receivers in this draft? If they had more picks, I would say yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm really surprised they haven't signed another veteran. I I was too. I thought there would be a vet in the fold by now. I is it possible? Real quick segue from what I was talking about. Anthony Miller's got some history with Mitchell Trubisky. Is is that factoring in at all? Maybe, but I, Anthony Miller's not anything no, like I, him about. Well, right now he's what neither three. Neither is Cody White. Right. Uh, Don't right. be sleeping on Steven Stims. Oh, yeah. we got the Sims fan club here. Sleeping on him. Uh, we had a good game against us a couple years ago, Washington and Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, uh, <laughs> I would say, I would say wide receiver, running back, defensive line, quarterback are probably your top four needs. And, and I do agree with what Kevin Colbert said that they've put themselves in a good position here where they don't need to draft a starter at any position, but they have the opportunity now. I, I well, yeah. Too. But they have the opportunity now to add future depth at a lot of positions. And we have a pretty thin roster overall. I mean, Mm -hmm. our starters are all NFL-capable starters for the most part. I mean, maybe there's a couple questions on the offensive line. Um, You know, there's there's some decent tackle depth in this draft that you could get an okay tackle. I think the line's actually in pretty good shape right now, and I I would agree with you. I expect them to to add another player along the line, and and probably not an interior offensive lineman at this point, which (laughs) kind of sucks. You're thinking more tackle than guard or center? Yeah. 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 Or someone that has some versatility, like a swing guard tackle kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Like a a Ramon Foster, right? He played tackle in college, but he kind of slid in and played guard or a Kelvin Beecham type or a Kelvin Beecham um, played some center. Yeah, he did. That's right. He did. That's right. Even, uh, what was that guy from Trey Essex? He was a, a Trey. Oh yeah. Yeah. He played tackle in college, played some guard for us, played some tackle. So 
He's a smart yeah, I mean, guy. Northwestern. Those are yeah. smart guys. Yeah. yeah. So I, I could see them taking one of those swing linemen, you know, later in the draft too. Um, Ryan, let me ask you this question. Um, we talked a little bit last week about David Ajabo. If he's sitting there like in the second round, he's still there. You know, he's, he's obviously dealing with uh, an Achilles tear that he suffered in pro day. Um, but what about, what about at 20, a guy like, uh, Jermaine Johnson from Florida state happens to fall there. Well, but you know, Ian, this better than I do. There's always a guy. That falls. All right. If if there's a guy that falls, it's going to be Kayvon Thibodeau. No, well, and, and I was going to get him, him next. He's not going to fall at 20, though. I don't think no. he will either. But there's always a guy that falls down there somewhere that, that you think is gone by 13 or 14. And then, holy shit, there's a dude sitting there at 19 and you're getting licking your chops at 20. I mean, it, what do you do? Because we need depth at Rusher. I think Ian pointed out last week. That that Alex uh, Highsmith is in a position where he's going to want to get paid. Well, we're Next already year? paying. Yeah. yeah, we're already paying yeah. TJ Watt a yeah. boatload of money. Yeah, so, we were talking about this last week. And, yeah, uh, Alex is going to next year be eligible for his extension, a big one, and he's not probably and, going to be sticking around. No, I mean if he keeps ascending, he, we're not going to be able to pay him. Yeah. Um, you know, so back to my point is, I mean, Ryan, would you, would you pull the trigger on an edge guy that maybe was a little earlier than you thought? Uh, see, I mean, it's a good question. I, I would just say that, and I've said this before, you know, earlier in the show, we don't, we, we don't know. We don't know how this no, shit's going no, to Everything we're doing is conjecture. And what, right? but what, know, I, what I, what I, this is, this is probably. What I think is going to happen is actually the opposite of what experts have been thinking. And I really don't think, and I know I, 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 I flip flopped on this more times than than I want to admit, but I don't necessarily know if Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis are going to go as quickly as I thought. Ooh. So I think that there is a possibility. And of course there is. That they're both going to be there at twenty. Oh no! And I'm going to tell you this, and I'm, I want look at me, look in my eyes right now. Uh huh. If the Steelers are at twenty, and Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis are both there, they are absolutely not taking Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I, I agree. And, and you can shit on me all you want. This isn't. The 1983 reincarnation. Hey, someone of record Dan this Marino. and post it to Twitter so that um, people can. I'm can telling act you. Well, and so, no, don't don't do that because then they will take Beckett. I look like an asshole, but no, <laughs> hey, even though him. I am, but no, they're not taking him. And I think honestly, he's going to go to Carolina at six. I do too. So, I think that's dead. And, in and, the, I and, think it's happening. And I don't. And 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 the reason I say that is because. Every year we t- every year there's always a position where you don't think is going to happen or or vice right. versa. Last right. year edge rushers or there were guys getting taken, but they talked and, and, and the experts or whatever were talking about that there are you know guys with third you know third round grades that are going to get taken in the first round, but they didn't necessarily say what position they're at. So maybe there's a haul on 
Maybe there's a hole in wide receivers or or offensive linemen. Who knows? But um, at 20, the Steelers are at least put in a position, if they stay where they're at, where the Steelers, besides wide receiver, if there was a wide receiver at 20 that, that like, fell, I'd probably go there first. Um, but Chris they're Olav, a, Olave? Yeah, I mean, a variety, Drake London, you know, a variety mm-hmm. of wide receivers. Yep. They could fall to twenty. Yeah, if Drake they London fell to twenty, I'd be giddy. He's What'd a monster. Say? If Drake London fell to twenty, hey, yeah, I'd be, I'd so be like, giddy. There's always. I don't like, think it's going to happen, but if it no, did, no. but you never know how it's going to unfold. So I think yeah. that they're going to wh- whatever happens at twenty, they'll obviously assess it appropriately um, and take probably the best person that they think can help them, short term and long term. And if that is Malik Willis, I don't have a problem with that because he's not going to make an immediate impact, uh, but he will learn and be the future. Well, Uncle Ed Bouchette threw quite a bit of uh, fuel on the fire today when he said the Steelers should draft Kenny Pickett. And, I'll tell you why. And, and, and why? Look, he, why? Well, he's basically just saying – because of the Marino thing, it's well, time to it's time no. to right the wrong, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Kenny Pickett is not Dan Marino. Shut the fuck no, up. No, he's not no, even close. He is not. But no, I want to hear what Ryan not. has to say here. So do I. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna yeah. do right by Ed because uh, Ed is a good guy. Yes, he's a. Well, he's when a you legend. answer the question, do do your Ed impression. I, I, you know what? Listen, here's the problem about being able to listen. Here's the problem about being able to do impressions. There's always somebody that somebody asks you to do and you can't do can't it. Can't do it. And there's just not there's just nothing there. Uh, I'm gonna do right by Ed because Ed's a good guy and and Ed has been his business. <laughs> Ed has been in his business a long time. Ed and and he tweeted this today, and I've heard him say this for as long as I've known him. Ed roots for the stories. Absolutely. And Kenny Pickett is a story. Yep. And that he alluded and to that. In he's going to be good. That's exactly what he said. He's going to be good. Yep. I don't know if he's going to be great or whatever. I just don't want him in a Steelers uniform. No, he's not going to be good. You're spot on, Ryan. That's what he talked about in the article at the end. So, so as a story, Kenny, Kenny Pickett's going to be a bottom 10 starter and probably a journeyman for most of his career. That's not me saying this. That's Ben. I said it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, you know, b- b- before we end anything here, we've talked about what we uh, what we think will happen. Uh, or I'm sorry, what we wanted to happen. Now it's time to discuss what we think is oh, going shit. to happen. I'm not okay. good at that. I'm not good at thinking. Uh, well, none of us are. That's why this will be a total shit show. Um I I went ahead, I mocked today, I I said Ritter at 20. And I said that strictly because of the fact I believe Pickett's going to Carolina. I think Willis is going to go somewhere else, maybe Atlanta, maybe Seattle. I don't know. Washington even, sure. But I just, I think if they get to 20, Ritter's still there. Uh, Ian did a terrific chart the other day, which basically outlines the fact that they've spent more draft time and collateral on him than any other player. A close second was Willis. Um, I just got that gut feeling. So that's what I think is going to happen is, is he's going to be there at 20 and that's who they're going with. 
Ben, what do you what do you think is going to happen on Thursday night? I think. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. My gut is <laughs> my gut is telling me that Kevin Colbert is is pulling a shuck and jive, and he's just going to juke the defender and make him miss a tackle. And what he's trying to do is convince teams that he's going quarterbacks. So they try and trade in front of the Steelers so that a good player falls to them, a better player. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, so that it, it changes the way the first round unfolds because it will. Yeah. If, yeah. if three or four quarterbacks are taken before pick 20, it will completely change the way this, this draft falls. All of that said, last year, I didn't think they would take Najee Harris because I didn't think it made any fucking sense. They did it anyway. They mm-hmm. took him. Mm-hmm. They needed offensive line help bad. They went into the season with a terrible, horrible fucking offensive line yeah. in front of a 39-year-old quarterback who was basically a statue. And we got what we got. Uh, they got their running back because they were dead set on getting a running back. So maybe they're dead set on getting a quarterback this year, and I'm completely wrong. Um, I just don't think so this time. I just, I think Colbert's pulling a fast one. And I really became convinced of it yesterday when he specifically mentioned 20 to seven. I think Mm -hmm. he did that on purpose. I think that was some gamesmanship. And I think he's got everybody convinced that he's going to do it, that it's, you know, he's been successful in in Uh, putting out, the story he wanted told about the Steelers before the draft. And he knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I, I would not disagree with that. He does. He knows way more than we do. Um, and I, I, I thought for the longest time that this has been all a smoke screen. We're not even going to touch one of these quarterbacks. Um, but I, I, I'm just to the point now, I think we've invested too much and they're going to, but again, I'm hoping that they do what you just suggested. Ian, what do you, what do you think here? Yeah. So um, I actually have an article coming out tomorrow morning um, on <laughs> the, uh, I do it every year. Sort of the, you know, potential first round picks. I, I pick 10 guys that I think are kind of the most likely guys. Um, four of them are quarterbacks just because of, you know, four, at, four. L- really? At, yeah. Who's the fourth quarterback? Corral. Looking at oh, historical, I, I don't, why? I don't want him. Okay, here's the thing, right? Look at historical trends. Since, um, since Ziggy Hood in 2009, every first round pick has had Tomlin and Colbert at their pro day, right? So which pro days did those guys hit? They hit Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, LSU. The only other ones they went to were all the quarterback ones. They went to Pitt. They went to Liberty. They went to Ole Miss. They went to Cincinnati. They always Tomlin, go to Pitt. Well, okay, yeah, but still. Tomlin. Walked down the hall. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Tomlin was in the NFL meeting, so he couldn't go to North Carolina, uh, but Colbert went to North Carolina. Correct. Um, Colbert also went to Notre Dame, Duke, NC State, and Alabama. I think Alabama kind of fell in that same range where Tomlin wasn't available. Um, But nevertheless, so if you want to kind of narrow your field down, you're looking at, like Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, LSU, never discount Alabama, and right. then the quarterbacks, right? So the the four quarterbacks that they went and saw together were my were 
four out of my ten. Mm-hmm. Um, the the when we were talking about guys falling, actually, um, Andrew Booth from Clemson, who's kind of gotten you know mocked right in our range, and and I'd be okay with him. He's only twenty one oh, years old. He's gonna be but good. I'd love that pick. But here's the thing: I'll say he's got some serious injury history. He's had knee tendonitis since high school. He had a patella tendon surgery his freshman year. Uh, he didn't do the athletic drills because of a quad strain and a double hernia. Like he's had a lot of soft tissue injuries and those things can compound each other if you don't like get your body fully healthy. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. So yep. I, like that's a I see your point. kind yep. of a red flag on Booth for me. Like if you want to talk about a guy falling out of the first round and maybe being there in the second, like Booth is a guy that if his medicals don't check out, he might actually fall to later in the draft. Um, Booth is on my list, though, because I agree his upside is really damn good. And he's outside of Stingley and Sauce Gardner. Booth is probably the best man corner in the draft. Um, you know, maybe Kyle Hamilton's the guy that falls, which would be insane if 19 teams passed on Kyle Hamilton. That would be awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Holy happen. mother of Notre Dame. It uh, won't happen, but it would be fantastic. Right. Oh, Honestly, I would be. Honestly, so here's here's what I said before, right? That, you know, if if Pickett and Willis get taken, I'm afraid we'll trade up for Ritter. If 10 teams pass on Kyle Hamilton, it's a defensible move to me to trade up to 11 and take Kyle Hamilton. Yes. Um, Right. He he is that good. Um, But the question Mark asked was what I think they'll do. Right. And what I think they do. I think they want a quarterback. I think they're being, you know, with how transparent they were with, Najee and Travis Etienne last year, um, you know, scouting the running backs heavily, and even Javante Williams last year, um, and Michael Carter, I guess they're both from UNC. But I, I think they're firmly in the quarterback boat. Um, I think the if you want them to improve the run defense, that you know, your best case scenario is like Willis and Pickett both going in the top 10, Ritter getting taking at like 11 or 12, maybe like New Orleans or someone trades uh-huh. up for him. New Orleans likes like, them. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe maybe Jordan Davis falls. Maybe N'Kobe Dean is there. Maybe Kyle Hamilton or Dax Hill or someone like that. Or maybe Charles Cross, which would break the trend of the pro day thing. But if Charles Cross is there at 20, you should friggin' take Charles Cross at 20, God, right? please, right? Um, How do you maybe, pass on and, that? And, and yeah. on that point, Ian, you know this, who's the last guy they took in the first round that they didn't see Ziggy at Hood. pro day? Ziggy Hood, yeah, who sucked, right? Yeah. Well, um, actually, but, Ziggy Ziggy Hood was really, really good at deadlifts. Let's give credit where he was a deadlifting good. monster. He Wait, was really strong. good at deadlifts. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, that doesn't actually translate to the field, but weight room strong, yeah. right? So, so if I had to actually put a name to the question, like I think they love Malik Willis. I think they would be willing to trade away a lot to get Malik. Willis. I do too. Um. And this is me putting on my what I think they'll do hat. Um, I think they love Malik Willis. My fear is that they're going to make a panicked move for Des Ritter. Um, I kind of agree with your your mock mark that I think I think they're going to wind up with Ritter. I don't know if it's going to be at twenty. They might have to make a move up, but I think they're going to wind up with Ritter. I think they love Willis though. Yeah. I would love to land. And, and I'm not to, – to be very, very clear, I, I, I think Ritter is a, a very nice young man and a, a nice player, but he's not what I want. Um, no, but I think I think he I checked just, a lot of boxes of they want. Does. I mean, he, he was a winner. He was, what, 
43 yep. and six in his college yep. career. He's got good leadership abilities. He's got some some swagger. He's got some athleticism, not like through the roof like uh, Lamar Jackson, but he's got. Yeah. I think because you know they even asked Colbert and Tomlin like you know what are the things they look for in quarterbacks, and they talked about kind of that big game, big situation mentality, and I think Ritter has that. Um, you know, he didn't look great against Alabama, no. but. Nobody he looked does. he looked really good against Notre Dame when they played in Notre mm-hmm. Dame this year. Um, so, or maybe not really good, but he looked pretty. He was impressive against. He Notre played Dame. well. He was a good team. Yeah, he played well. So, yeah. so yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but you asked me my opinion, so that's my long winded hey, answer. That's beautiful. And before we get out of here, I did I Ryan give one... his. Ryan didn't what? give his. Ryan didn't give his. Ryan, did you give your uh, what you think is going to happen? I did not. He did do it. Do it. I was going to ask you. Well, you know, hiring minds. Uh, Here's what I'm going to do. Because I've had a couple bears. I'm (laughs) going to pull the exact opposite here. I'm going to make some bold predictions here. Bold predictions. This is what I think is going to happen. This is what I know is going to happen. No. The Steelers are going to trade back a couple spots. All right. Because they know the player that they want is available. And that player is Kair. Elam from Florida. Wow. Really? Which will give them an additional second rounder like in the 30 back. to 40 range, which will give them Sky more. And then in their so other second tra- round pick at, at, at 52, quarters. they're taking James Cook, the running back from Georgia. I'd and like then after that, who was the last corner they took in the first good. round? <laughs> Arthur Chad Burns. Scott. No, Artie Burns. Artie Burns. Oh, Jesus. Burns. Yeah. Okay. I, I blocked that out on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was the last but, corner they that got a second contract they drafted in the first round? <laughs> is is in Jordan Belfort said the Wolf of Wall Street? It was Chad Scott. <laughs> Don't judge me on my winners, only judge me on my losses because there's so few of them. <laughs> that is not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but if it does, well, you heard it here first. Before we go, did you did you have any uh NFL draft impressions, by the way? Is there anybody you do on draft day? I forgot to ask you. That. Mel Kuyper. No, I don't. I don't. You don't do Kuyper. Todd. Todd. No. Todd. Todd. God, I can't be at this year's ceremony. It's not vaccinated. Personal decision. <laughs> I love it. Hey. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us tonight. That's Here's the guy. It's an show. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's an asshole. Uh, and uh, we will uh, be back on draft night just a couple nights away. So uh, make sure you check out the uh, website, steelcityblitz.com, on Twitter, at SCBlitz. Um, and uh, also, we will do a little giveaway coming up uh, on Thursday night as well with our great friends at uh, DC4L Custom Tees. We will give you an opportunity to win your choice of shirts from our online store there and highly encourage you to visit that site at uh, dc4lcustomtees.com. So for these gentlemen, this is me signing off. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. <laughs>